in my experience, I think there are three main barriers to live video. There's the confidence and mindset is number one. There's the tech and the gear. And then finally, like, what on earth do you say? It's the content and the marketing. And a lot of people say it's the tech or it's the content and the marketing. And actually, when you dig a bit deeper, it's usually the confidence. It's time for the Video Marketing Value Podcast. This is the podcast where we help marketers and business owners just like you get more value out of your video marketing efforts. My name is Dane Golden from VidiUp.tv, where we help you up your game on YouTube for business and transform your viewers into loyal customers. And VidTarget.io, where we help you get a higher return on your YouTube ad spend with targeted YouTube video placement lists. Along with my co-host, it's Gwen Miller. Hello, Gwen. Hey, Dane. Let's do this. Gwen, tell us about the awesome things that you do. Yeah, well, my... Uh, What's my your jam? In, what's my jam? My jam in life is making sense of digital video data. So I've worked for companies like Kin and Monshine Discovery, and I'm currently at Branded Entertainment Network. Yay! And I love to get into a channel's data and figure out what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. She's the data nerd with a thousand IQ. And all right, for you, the listener, you should know that, as always, you can follow along on your podcast app with all the links that we're talking about because, Gwen, we've got a special guest today. Ooh, who is it? It is Ian Anderson Gray. Welcome, Ian. Thank you, Dane. It's great to be here. Great to see you guys. How are you doing? I'm uh, doing great. And I am loving listening to your podcast, Ian. And we asked you on because you help entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits by using live video confidently, which is something we all need. And Gwen's going to ask you, uh, get you started with some questions. Yeah. So let's dig into that confidence aspect of all this. And do you really like, is confidence the number one problem people really have with live streaming? And why is that? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. In my experience, you know, it's really funny. I, I think there are three main barriers to live video. There's the confidence and mindset is number one. There's the tech and the gear. And then finally, like, what on earth do you say? It's the content and the marketing. And a lot of people say it's the tech or it's the content and the marketing. And actually, when you dig a bit deeper, it's usually the confidence. To give you an example, I didn't go live for a whole month because I was worried about my camera and my background not being good enough. And actually, when I thought about it, it was actually, I was just really nervous about going live and I, I was coming up with these excuses. So often it is the confidence and the mindset. And if you get that sorted, you then realize that actually all the other stuff doesn't matter as much. Yes, you can work at it. You can work at the tech, you can work at the content and the marketing. But if you don't sort out the confidence and the, the, all that ability of just getting started, then you're not going to get started at all. So we want you to, uh, you have some uh, amazing tips that you you run through on your podcast, and we just want a, a little bit of a flavor on that. But I just want to make sure I heard you correctly when you say people think it's the tech, but it's actually the confidence. Are you saying that they're using tech and the idea of getting new equipment or understanding equipment as an excuse that is, you know, to replace their lack of confidence is that they're just sort of delaying by saying, Oh, I don't have the right microphone or camera when really it's the internal stuff. Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, it's, it's outrageous, isn't it? But it's true. It's so true. And I think so often, like, I don't know about you, but I love talking about tech. I love, like, finding the right camera and, I don't know, getting the right background and, and, and microphones and sounding really good. And those bits are actually, they're quite easy in a sense. You, you can find the best camera. You can find the best microphone for your situation. You can go to Amazon or somewhere else. And you can purchase it. And there you go. That's it sorted. But with mindset and confidence, it's not that easy. And I think as human beings, we like to follow the shiny new tools and the quick and easy things. Um, And when it comes to kind of like dealing with ourselves, (laughs) uh, that's the difficult bit. So we avoid that. And uh, in my experience, you need to get you need to do that deep work. You need to build, you know, build the confidence, sort the mindset. You also need to do the planning as well. Planning is so important. Creating a plan, knowing why you're going to do this. Why on earth do you want to do a live show in the first place? Once you sort all of those things out, everything else just falls into place. So it absolutely is. In most cases, if you follow the tech. And when I sort that out first, it's usually that is an excuse. Right. So, okay. So what do we do, Ian? Because, yeah, let's build our confidence. I'll get back to you in five years, and that's when I'm going to start live streaming. (laughs) Like, what are some tips and tricks on how to focus now and how to kind of get yourself mentally over that road bump? Well, you've got to know why you're doing it. I think this is this is the planning stage. You need to know why do you want to do this? What are the advantages? So that when you are in that situation, when you know you should be going live, your finger is hovering over the go live button and your brain is screaming at you saying to you that you're going to die. You can then very calmly say to that part of your brain, no, I'm not going to die because this is this live show. I'm going to be going in front of my audience. I'm going to be building my community. I'm going to be sharing these amazing tips with this audience so I can grow my audience. I can grow my business. I can create this amazing content. I can repurpose my show into a podcast, into a blog post and save so much time. (laughs) So if you have a plan, then you know all of those things and you can say to your brain that it's okay and you know why you're doing it. And that's so important in the first couple of weeks that you start going live because you are going to get setbacks. Your your brain will go to mush. You'll set your your I don't know. You'll stumble over your words. Your microphone will not work. You'll fall over, and uh, or the cat will jump on the table and knock over your webcam. And it's at those stages when you need to know why you're doing this, why you're going through this. So that is that's one of the pillars. The other thing, of course, is you've got to get started and. In most cases, I think jumping in at the deep end is not really the best way forwards because that could put you off for life. So I always recommend starting with little steps. And there are quite a few ways that you can get started with live video just to to boost your confidence. The first step is actually not going live at all, is is using a story Mm. format on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, uh, because that is consistent video content. You're you're showing your face in front of the camera for only 15 seconds. And if you can consistently do that, say, for a week, that's a great way to get that confidence. And the amazing thing about stories is... What a great idea. Yeah. And the amazing thing about stories is... They disappear after 24 hours. So what's the worst that's going to happen? So I think Instagram stories is a great way. Another way is to go live to Facebook. Now, Facebook might not be your like your number one channel, but if you go live to your profile, you've got privacy options and you can change the privacy options to only me. And so the only person that will see it is you in the future. This is a great way just to test the tech and test what you're doing. And then the third 
thing, which is which, which was the game changer for me, is doing a challenge. So you could go live mm. in a group with other people and go live every single day for, I don't know, it could be five days, seven days. If you're feeling really fancy, 30 days. And that is where you make the mistakes. So in the group, you can go live every day. You, you have a plan of what you're going to say every day, but you go live every single day. And you. the important thing is that you keep a diary as you go through this, that you you know, you know, put down there, what have you learned? What do you need to remember for next time? Mm. I'm so, and that's did you what say, I learned. I'm sorry, mm. did you say this is a service you offer? This is a group that you have or that you should form your own group? I wasn't clear there. Yeah, so you, so there's there's there are loads of different challenges. I do my own challenges. I've got uh, I've got a a paid community called a paid um, course called yeah. Launch Your Live, where you can do it there. But you can also create your own. You can you can join with other people in a Facebook group. Keep it super simple. Don't overcomplicate this. Just form a Facebook group. Join a Facebook group or join a program like mine and join with other people who want to learn along the way and do it that way. It's it's a great way to make those mistakes. And I can I can share with you, I made loads of mistakes. What's something really embarrassing that you did? <laughs> oh, um, I don't know if I've got anything that embarrassing, but like things like I forgot to switch my microphone on or add it to the stream. And of course, when I did that, when I, I was speak, I was sharing the most amazing stuff. I was sharing so many value bombs, but my microphone was switched off. <laughs> so I, <laughs> oh, I, I tell you, I tell you the, the yeah, two other embarrassing things. This were, I, I was going live and I, I, I got uh, my, yeah, I have, I have a bit of a messy office. I'm going to ag admit that. And so I found a part of the office that wasn't, uh, messy and I, I went live there and then I tried to press the end broadcast button at the end and I pressed the flip camera button and so oh, I then no. revealed my my messy office <laughs> but probably the worst thing which was okay in the end but is that I actually forgot to press the end broadcast button and I had a guest on the show and so I thought I pressed it and in some of these tools you have to press it, it again to confirm that you want to end the stream I didn't do that. And so I carried on talking with my guest and I was saying, well, well, how did you get on? How do you think that was? Did you think we did? We, oh, we didn't have that many live viewers. And <laughs> I saw these comments coming through uh, from people. I thought, how does that, how is that happening? And I realized we were still broadcasting. Uh -oh. uh, <laughs> I could have said something really bad. Thank, uh, and thankfully I didn't. But uh, yeah, these th things happen to us all. Let me, let me yeah. ask, let me ask what, you know, you've, you've dealt, you've, you've, uh, helped a lot of people in this area. Deep down, what do you think the fear is? What are they really afraid of? Are they afraid of people not liking them or thinking they're foolish or what is it? It's a great question. I think it's probably different in all of us, but ultimately it is down to that. We're worried about being judged, about looking like an idiot. I call this feeling like an idiot syndrome or looking like an idiot syndrome because, you know, we're we're so easily, we're so thinking that we're going to be judged. Like if I stumble over my words, I couldn't say the word entrepreneurial for the first three or four episodes. For some reason, I kept stumbling over them. And I was, I was just worried about people like judging me and thinking that I was a complete fool because I couldn't say that word. And it's, it's totally in our heads because it's those bits about us, those flaws, those things that when we, when we mess up, that actually people 
like us. You know, it's those little bits about us that make us seem more human. But it's it's interestingly, paradoxically, it's those bits that we want to shy away from. We want to we want to appear corporate and professional. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know. Uh, and so I think that's what it is. It's we don't want to be judged. Also, we we often and I, I used to be really bad at this. I, I'm much better now because of the mindset journey I've been on. But I used to be awful at comparing myself to others. And yeah. that is always a lie, because what we tend to do, if you're on your uh, fifth episode, we compare ourselves to someone's 300th episode. You know, they've been right. doing it for years and we're comparing us at, right at the beginning of our journey with them, you know, right at the, well, not at the end, but, you know, a lot further on than us. And so that is a killer. Comparison is an absolute killer. Don't do it. I know that's easier said than done, but absolutely don't, mm -hmm. uh, because that's going to get you not, you know, it's going to actually shoot you in the foot. And, you know, I call myself a recovering perfectionist. Perfectionism is ah, a killer. Yes. And, this is one of the reasons why I love live video. I actually think that live video is the perfect antidote to perfectionism mm -hmm. because it's never going to be perfect. Yes. And when you go live, you just do it. And then you can repurpose it into podcasts and some blog posts. This is why I love, well, it's one of the many reasons of why I love live video. Um, so yeah, you just need to get started and just embrace your flaws. So I want to zoom in on kind of two things you just said, kind of matching that perfectionism with what you said early on about planning. Because as an over planner, I relate to this. Like, I'm going to assume there is too, there can be something as too much planning. It can turn into that excuse of why you're not doing the live stream because you're still planning. Like, how much do you recommend planning? Is it bullet points? Is it a full script? Like, what level do you think is that right balance? <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I, I'm like that too. Yeah, you can over plan. You, so there are, I think there's, there's, there are two types of plans. There's, there's the overarching plan. What is your show about? So it's very simple. Like, what's the name of your show? What is, what is the show about? You know, what, what's the main theme? Who is your audience? And you only need a couple of sentences for each of those things. I also recommend that you come up with three main themes to your show. So my show is all about live video, but that's a bit vague. So I split it, um, split it up into three sections that, that address the main barriers that my audience face. So it's either I, I talk about the confidence and mindset, that's number one, or the tech and gear, that's number two, and the content and marketing is number three. And so when I get to actually then planning every single episode, it's so easy because I know what I'm going to be talking about on that show. So for each individual show, come up with a title. What's your theme? And then what are the bullet points? Don't write out a script. Just, you know, put bullet points. Um, even if you share three main points in your live, that is going to be awesome. And uh, just put them there. If you want to use a teleprompter to just put those points in front of you, you don't need to. You could just have it on a post-it or on a piece of paper, but just keep it really simple. The other thing I would do also is put the first sentence that you're going to say and the last sentence. I don't know about you, but when I press that go live button, even today, sometimes strange things happen in my brain. <laughs> and so writing out the first sentence that you're going to say, even if it's introducing your yourself, like your name, is a good thing because then you, you're not going to worry. You've got it straight in front of you. So I always do that. Even today, I put my, my first sentence, 
and my last sentence there. Um, and then also things like remember your call to action, uh, remember to get people to subscribe for next time. And we could probably we could and, talk about structure as well, but there's so much to talk about. Yeah, but just keep it simple. There was a couple of um, breathing exercises and just sort of, um, you know, mentally right before prep exercises that you've talked about on your podcast. Could you just give us a couple of those? Yeah, of course. So I, the, one of the things I really recommend that people do is to have a checklist. Part of that is a tech checklist, check your microphone, uh, check your internet speed. But then just before you go live, it's a really important thing to check your body and your voice are all in the right place, that you've got that energy. Because nerves are actually good. You want to channel that nervous energy into excitement in front of the camera. And so some of the things that I will do uh, with my clients and before before the live shows that I do is I do some stretching exercises. So you may do this if you go to the gym, but just stretch up to the ceiling for seven seconds. So if you just okay, count Okay, I'm to doing seven. this now. Go on. Yeah. So three, four, five, six, seven. And then I want you to just shake your arms in front of you quite vigorously and then shake your legs as well. Uh, it's best to stand up when you're doing these exercises. Yeah, I'm standing, <laughs> so I'm doing this. Yeah, so that's great. So do that, and then you'd also do that in front of you for seven seconds, uh, your arms out in front of you, and then you'd also do the same thing with your arms behind you, so you're stretching everything. Ooh. Now, the other thing is, I don't know about you, but I hold a lot of tension in my shoulders and in my neck, so I like to kind of give my upper body a bit of a relaxation. So what I'm going to do is I'm taking my left hand, putting it on my right shoulder, and I'm going to look over to my left and I'm gonna give my right shoulder a bit of a massage. So I'm stretching my neck. I'm also giving my right shoulder a massage. That all already feels good. And then you do the opposite side. So right hand, left shoulder, look over to your right. And then I'm giving my left shoulder a massage. So, and then you can then just rub up and down on your neck. And while you're doing that, do a big kind of sigh because what you're doing is you're getting the oxygen into your body. So, like that. So you're automatically doing that. Um, other exercises you can do, you can just do some diction exercises. You can make up your own tongue twisters like gotta, 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 gotta go or you can make your own up. Uh, and you also want to think about the different um, pitches in your voice. You don't want to speak on a monotone like this. Otherwise, it's going to become very boring. So make sure you're going low and high. And I know you, you mentioned this uh, before we, you, we recorded. Yeah. I have this little song that puts it all together. You don't need to be a good singer. It's all just about being <laughs> having a lot of fun. And it's the William Tell Overture to the words, Daddy's got a head like a ping pong ball. And it goes something <laughs> like this. Daddy's got a head like a ping pong ball. Daddy's got a head like a ping pong ball. Daddy's got a head like a ping pong ball, like a ping pong ball. <laughs> That's great. So That's there you go. great. I, I think that that's a great uh, way to uh, conclude because I know you have a time limit today. Ian Anderson Gray, how can people find out more about you and your services, your podcast, and also your course? Thank you. Yeah, the best place is my website, iag.me. Uh, you can check out the podcast. Uh, the links are on there. And I've got a, a course coming out soon called the Launch Your Live. And that's at iag.me forward slash L Y. L, and that will help you launch your live show and podcast. Excellent. Thank you, Ian Anderson Gray. My name is Dane Golden with my co-host. She's Gwen Miller. And we want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today. Right, Gwen? 
Oh, yes. Every single week, we appreciate you more and more. We do. And if you like this podcast, please review us on Apple Podcasts by clicking those three dots right next to the podcast on your phone. Gwen and I do this podcast and our various other YouTube videos and projects. <clears throat> Excuse me. I need that William Tell Overture. I didn't get it this morning. <clears throat> because we love helping marketers and business owners just like you do YouTube and video marketing better. Thanks to our special guest, Ian Anderson Gray. Thank you, Ian. It's been a pleasure. Great to see you guys. Until next week, here's to helping you help your customers through video.